Hello, I'm Tyler Smith. And I'm Jen Smith. And this is Worth Playing For, the Survivor Podcast. We're back after a year and a half. Years. What? I don't know. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I don't know how long. I think, I think April or May of 2017 is when we stopped. What was the last season we did? Second Chances? I think it was... Was it Second Chances? Or was it Game Changers? It was Game Changers. Oh, oh, oh. So... Um, I honestly, uh, I was in school and you were really busy. And then that episode with Varner exposing Zeke as transgender just oh, kind yeah. of broke we just us. trailed off. There's like, uh, I don't want to tackle that. Tiresome. I don't want to talk about this. So it's not the point of this show. Right. And so then we just, uh, and then things just kept getting pushed back and life got in the way. And so we decided to hold off for a while, but we're back. I should clarify heaviness and controversial issues are not the point of this show. True. Are you suggesting that it is, that it is the point of survivor? No, no. Okay. We just didn't feel like publicly discussing that episode. Yeah. Uh, partially because it, I think we need a time to process it. Yeah. I you think know, normally we watch it and then record the same night or maybe the next day, but I feel bad for somebody like a Rob Sesternino who has to talk to these people. He has to record right after he has to talk to people the day after. Um, and in, when in a situation like Varner, I mean, he was getting a lot, he was getting some support cause he clearly felt bad about mm -hmm. what he had done, but, uh, he was getting a lot of hate online and I'm sure it probably took a toll, uh, on him. But. Sure. I know. I feel like we had several conversations over the following weeks yeah. and even months and yeah. then it even came up again months and months later when Werner got a different job and yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it was it was rough stuff. In fact, I feel like I'm losing energy even now. So we're gonna move totally. on. Totally. If you're new to this and new to listening to us, we're a husband and wife. That's right. And we just like Survivor, so we're talking about it. So full disclosure, we are not experts. If um, you want to listen to that, you will listen to Rob. No, no, no. Rob can pull like any info. Not only just trivia wise, knows way more, but he obviously has firsthand experience. Yes, that's as true. well. We have neither. We are no, we as, have neither. We are as big uh, of experts as any viewer. Um, but, Absolutely. Uh, Other than getting insights from Reed, we don't. Right. And a handful of others. Like I have met Rob. True, true. We met Rob. Tyler we met Fredrickson. Uh, Tyler Fredrickson was on my mm -hmm. other podcast. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so yeah, we do know people. But uh, the fact is, look. We're just viewers like you, but we happen to have microphones. And so here we are. Um, and I'll say this, that uh, just not that we're looking to catch everybody up on everything, but I will say that had we been recording for the past couple of seasons, it would have been pretty rocky because there are aspects to the last couple of seasons that I especially, both mm -hmm. of us, but I especially have not been happy about. The fact that Ben won and I've and every, eh. I assume if you're listening to this, you've already watched those seasons, but -uh. maybe not. This could be your first season. If it is stop watching and go back and watch season 19, 20. It's tough. I don't know. It's it, no, Rutz Russell's first season. It, uh, 18, I think. No, 19 is his 19. first season. Watch that first. Get CBS all access five bucks a month, guys crank it out they are not a sponsor we just no, no. recommend the service i don't recommend it it's just your only way to watch it's unless you want to buy the dvd and don't do that um so what i will say is that uh yeah there there are elements where it just felt like the producers were very actively getting involved and not to throw not to just complicate things for everybody but to kind of steer the ship steer the ship to a very specific winner. They clearly, yeah. Ben had a good story. He was a war vet. He was playing for his family, the whole thing. But to me, uh, who was it? Chrissy, I believe, was uh, also in the running there at the end, Chrissy and Ryan. And I liked both of them. And I think Chrissy especially uh, played, were a, fine. played a great game. But I truthfully think that's a function of Perhaps 
poor casting in the first place to feel to feel like you have to then steer it that much or but that's did they cast well and then certain interesting people got voted off uh that is probably true yes um but that's the thing if you'd had a final three with chrissy and devin i'm already like who's chrissy that means she did not have a huge impact that is i guess that wasn't that watchable yeah um ryan was fine we, I remember you and I liked Ryan. He's for, no for Christian. A while. Let's put it that way. Okay. Well, which sounds like a good way to get into exactly. The, this Let's week's talk episode. about this season. Okay. So this season is Survivor season thirty-seven, David versus Goliath. Bible. Whoop whoop. Absolutely. Except here, <laughs> anytime when it's in that context. It's fun when Jeff says, you know, hey, the Goliaths, they've got a lot of stuff on their side, but sometimes fate intervenes and helps a David. So it's like, okay, Jeff, are you putting you and the executive producers in the position of God? Because you're the ones that are deciding certain Mm. game things, but it's fine. I don't think so. I know. I'm I'm mostly joking. At this point, David and Goliath is just as much a cultural reference as it is anything specific to the Bible. Like people know what it means. Well, I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to <laughs> rain on your parade. Um, what do you think about the concept? I like it. Okay. I'm okay with it. Here's why. Okay. That's immediate revision. I like it. I'm okay with it. I've been upset with other con- concepts. Yes. Sometimes it feels like they cast the season and then came up with a concept and put people in random categories. Yeah. Like brains, bronze beauty. I'd like to see the data on that. Yeah. That That was hilarious. Yeah. There's no way, but this time it seems more intentional. It does. I do think that if you were to just look at the cast all together, it looks like every other cast. Exactly. And they're just able to split them up a little bit easier with a couple of exceptions. They did it better. What are the exceptions? They could probably swipe out, uh, swap out uh, Mike White. Sure. For the, uh, the Southern public defender, the guy who Nick. told the Nick, who told the story about his, his mother. Um, you know, he's um, no, that guy is coming from a clear disadvantage in life. I guess that's true. He was the first in his family to go to co- to college and he's from Kentucky. Yeah, I guess that's true. And clearly Mike White, not, not to, well, not to say negative things about Nick's mother who is deceased, but clearly came from uh, but a that, home that's with a disadvantage. people making not great choices. Um, but yeah, but regardless of the reason he grew up with, in a single family, yeah. single parent home. Yeah. One way or another. So yeah, it's, uh, so I yeah, I guess I, I, could him, I could see him. I could see him on David. Um, I don't know about as, swapping, but yeah, I mean, Mike seems like he has, he could yeah. flourish in the David tribe. Yes. Uh, he definitely, I mean, he has probably more money than anybody else there on the island with the possible exception of John, who is a pro wrestler with a lot of experience. I was looking up his Wikipedia page. He's not small time. No, you can't be with that many nicknames. Find one, stick with it. Oh, but when you're a wrestler, you're you're whatever they need you to be. (laughs) I thought you were going to say with the, with the, maybe the exception of Jeff, but okay. So not John. Yeah, the fact that John, I mean, has all of those nicknames uh, or or stage names, ring names is what they're called. It makes sense because you play the part with where you yeah. are, right? You play a different part if you're in the U.S. than in Mexico, apparently. Yeah, I would guess Mexico is where it goes by Johnny Mundo. Um, <laughs> yeah, so li- listen to this. Okay. okay, Johnny Blaze, Johnny Impact, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Onyx, Johnny Spade, Johnny Superstar, and then for no particular reason, John Morrison. His name is Hennigan. I don't know why Morrison needs to be all? in there. Uh, and then he, those are ring names, and then of course they're nicknames, so I forget what some of them were. I don't know. I'm already it's ridiculous. I'm already bored. The list is too long. Oh, okay. It's okay. But yeah, uh, aside from him, Mike definitely has yeah. a lot of money and clearly has the talent to 
be a creative person, but I still don't think that quite qualifies him to be a Goliath. I think how starstruck everyone else already was with him. Yeah. Means he needed to be on that tribe. I guess that's true. Although it's funny because they were, they were as or more starstruck by his, I believe two appearances on the amazing race than anything that he (laughs) had done. That's so true. Exactly. Someone couldn't place him and someone else said, you're on the amazing race. Wow. And admittedly, I mean, he, when he does act in movies, they're not going to say you're a writer. No, like they would recognize him as an actor in movies, but it's always a small part, like two or three scenes. Um, unless it's an independent film, but, but yeah. So yeah, I think I like the idea of David versus Goliath, but Wait, side note on Mike, go back and watch the episode with the closed captioning guys. It's hilarious. Oh yes, it is. Yeah. Our, uh, he worked on nacho like Ray. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, those are weird titles. Um, so, uh, in regards to the David versus Goliath thing, the the challenges were were very very close. Okay, let's talk about them. Okay, reward challenge. Yeah, which they did like right away. Which like is right they've the done bat. that before. Yeah, on the yeah. beach. Yeah, and it was based on first impressions where the Goliaths had to pick the strongest and the weakest. The weakest from the David tribe right. and the strongest from their own tribe. Right. Let's talk about that though. Back up. Okay. They've done it right away before, but on the beach. Yeah, this is on the they've boat. They've ever done a challenge on the boat. A multifaceted challenge, too. Right. Like there are they've multiple done stages. Not a challenge, but a sort of reward like grab as much crap as you can and chuck sure. it off the boat. Yeah. And you know, there was no clue or advantage. Jeff said the word advantage at least three times in his opening speech. And I was waiting then. That's true. Some sort of clue. Maybe that'll come. It can I wonder I don't think so, but I wonder the nature of the challenge is there were three options to each facet. I wonder if if one of the options that was not chosen had something in it. There's no way. I don't think so. That's a little they bit too random. They picked two out of the three for all of them that didn't have anything. I don't mean one entire path. I mean just one thing in the entire Maybe. challenge might have had something. But I don't. they don't usually do it that way. It's usually a bit more purposeful than that. A little bit. But I mean, they mix it up no matter what. But him saying advantage that much right. definitely does, it does Allu- seem it like... It seemed like he would, was alluding. Yeah. But maybe um, not. Anyway... Reward. Yeah. I liked just the whole concept. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they keep that up. Well, before we continue, okay. the other half of it was Goliath chose yes. the, the, the participants. Right. But David chose who picks what, who goes down what path. Right. And so they chose what it, they thought would be the most challenging path for the Goliaths. Which is the plank bridge. Yeah. And then the tunnel net and then the 15 piece puzzle. Yes. They themselves did the over the water bridge, the under the net yeah. and the eight piece puzzle. Right. Which we was a slide thought, puzzle. Slide puzzle. Yeah. yeah. We thought the under the net part was actually a mistake. I think so too. They yeah. were both so tiny that it worked out, mm-hmm. but I think they should have sent John through under the net. Yeah, they. I mean, they knew who the players were. Like right. they saw how huge he is. Right. Like putting put him in a in a situation where there's not a lot of leeway under that net. Here's the thing: we get a preview of you know the employees who do the challenges sure. going through it. Yeah. They don't get that preview. Yeah, I guess they're that's just true. told about each segment. I guess in there, when you think about it, if you're looking at that net like along the floor, it's just like. So essentially, they just need to crawl along the floor, exactly. but it's a little tight. Right. I could see that not seeming it, particularly challenging. And we said at the time it was a mistake, but they won. So yeah, obviously it wasn't. Yeah. They won, but Goliath caught up because the two Davids going under the net did go kind of slow. And Goliath just went through the net tunnel and right. it was no they problem at all. Right, they got to their puzzle first, Yeah, Goliath. it was no problem at all. True. And then 
I believe that Jeff said that Christian in five seconds got the slide puzzle. Yeah. He was shocked and impressed. Yeah. But you know, Christian writes puzzle algorithms for fun. Yeah. I mean, he's a software designer and I feel like you can't be that without software designer and like a robotics uh, engineer. And oh so yeah. I feel he like is straight out of social network. I don't know. I feel like slash Silicon Valley social network. Sure. All of those guys are a little too <laughs> slick. Way too rad. Christian. <laughs> no. Like I, I enjoy Sean, him. Sean Parker one man. How do you have Justin Timberlake play you? That's great. I guess that's true. Yeah. And then, uh, sorry, I was about to talk about various <laughs> casting decisions, but, um, yeah. And so, uh, Christian, I, as far as the personalities that, that came out sure. over this episode. Let's talk about first impressions. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, and this is not to speak ill of, um, <laughs> sorry. As always, I'm, our adorable cat, Charlie, is just laying here on the, on the table with us. The listener can't see me unburying my notes from my cat and yeah. propping them on him. As his tail whaps around. Uh, so. Um, we loved Christian right off the bat. Still love him. I think you loved him more than I did. Oh my gosh, my fists were clenched and I was smiling like, yes. Because they won? No, as just as he was oh, talking. Just, him. just his confessionals. I guess he's not he's not annoying and he hasn't shown himself to be too awkward for the game yet. I'm hoping he knows when to shut up because that confessional where they fade in and yeah. out and in and out because he doesn't stop talking. I will say the fade. Okay. The fade in and out. They could be cutting out two seconds of him talking and it just makes it look like he goes, like he's going on, you they, know, they like to point out jokes about certain people yes. like zingers and that was the joke. Sure, yes. he might not have spoken that long, or he might have spoken just as long as everyone else. But that—that that is the joke that he's just continuing to explain. Yeah, and that he wasn't talking about anything having to do no. with the game. I mean, he is to him. To him, sure. I'm Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. If he wins, we'll say, "Hey, he's." Maybe he those did confessionals what for him. are really cathartic. They certainly seem to I be would for talk a lot of for people. Hours, because those people can't vote you off. Yeah. It's the only time you're allowed to talk to other people. And also... We should ask Reed if you get cut off. Like, okay, we got it. Bye-bye. That's a good question. Go back to camp. I imagine if it's starting to get dark uh, or, <laughs> or you boring, have somewhere right? you need I mean, to be. Like, I don't think Wu had a single confessional until there were only three or four people to choose from. And I think that's the thing is that... I mean, he... Some people are really, really good when they're interacting with others. I think Wu being his like Absolutely. upbeat self, yes. but other people like Cochran. Cochran. Cochran did well either way, but like in he confessionals. He did not do well the first time. Not the first time, but in confessionals, he was great. He's so amazing. I do think that I mean, like, there's a reason he's a professional writer. Yeah. I don't know where he, what he's working on anymore. Like he's, he's been jumping from like one show to another. I can't even Isn't keep track of New York anymore. now working on something. I thought he was back. I thought he came oh. back for <laughs> something, but, um, but yeah, uh, the confessional is also where you can shine and potentially get yourself a lot of screen time and get yourself asked back on the show. I hate to put it that way, but that Absolutely. is part of it. Oh yeah. No one's going to interrupt you. A no, bigger no, no. personality you isn't going to show up. Write a Christian. I don't care. If it's on the Big Bang Theory, it wouldn't seem realistic. The fact that Mike, who is not exactly uh, Errol Flynn, uh, refer referred Wait, to Errol Flynn again. Errol Flynn was this very dashing old Hollywood guy. He played Robin Hood in the early days. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was a horrible womanizer. Um, oh yeah, and then is he? He's the guy that we is saw based off of um, in the Gosford Park. Kind of like that guy? No. Oh. Um, but, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. He's the guy so my, we saw in what? When, we, when you and I went to Catalina and we went to that uh, museum and we saw the museum of like various, the part of like various. Yeah, that wasn't uh, as fun because I didn't know who he was. Oh, okay. Um, like seeing Bogart in. No, sure. No, 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 no. No, Bogart was there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Bacall. Mm-hmm. 
and Charlie Chaplin and George Harrison. Natalie Wood, Marilyn yeah. Monroe. Um, so anyway, uh, everybody go to Catalina when you get the chance. It's a really beautiful place. So Go to the museum. But the fact that Mike White was referred to him, and again, it's first impressions. He doesn't know names. He refers to him as Big Bang Theory. Um, yes, is, that was amazing. And it's, and it's Okay, that on. is funny. When Jeff asks, hey, guy in the back, what's your name? That's stupid. Jeff, stop doing it. You already know their names. It's not about... He's doing it for us. He's not doing it for himself. If he... You're communicating the exact same thing. It just takes longer. Be like, hey, John, welcome to the show. Now we learn his name. Right. But now it's and now it's taking as long for him to say welcome to the show as it is, hey, guy in the back. What he's doing is he's so putting you himself... To say welcome to the show. He's putting himself in our position it's a way of he's never been in our position nor will he ever it's a be. way of bringing us in instead of excluding us if you make it seem like everybody already knows each other's names he knows their names the only ones that don't are jeff us. excludes us the whole season why does he do that for 30 seconds with two people the first episode and then the rest of it it's like i just don't think it's i just uh it doesn't bother me oh man um macho jeff just bothers me you think that's him being macho he just is. He's just the dude who names certain dudes with their last name because they're good enough for him. I no chick has ever been called. That's I'm true. I'm not even like a feminist and it bugs me. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm an anti-feminist and it still really <laughs> bugs me. Let's not head down that path because we <laughs> right, we're not heavy. Else. We're not heavy on this um, show. But that brings up a, a, a potential game. Which is, do you think there's anybody from this season that Jeff will start referring to by their last name? Okay. Hennigan is very possible. Not with that many nicknames already. Right, but that's, we those are nicknames that only he uses. I will say it could happen only because John didn't say, so on this show, I will be... Johnny Fairplay. You right, know, he yeah, didn't yeah. create a nickname for himself. No. But in the Going same into way, it. in the same way that Jeff so he, immediately, he's just John, it yeah, could happen. It could happen. Just I, like Jeff started, he did Culpepper right out of the gate. And I think like if you're an athlete on this show well, yeah. and you're kind of an alpha, like he'll, he'll do it fast. You also have to have an okay last name. I mean, you're not going to call Mike White just white. Right. Like, Hey, Whitey. You know, yeah, like if, that's... if, if I was ever on the show, I'm not going to, he's not going to say Smith. It's not that inch. It's one syllable and it's not that interesting as opposed to, you know, Smith Penner. is more plausible than white. It's, white has it political implications. But I don't think, I just don't think that Jeff ever does the one syllable thing. Like, I don't That's know anybody point. like it's always at least two. Yeah. And it does. And you're right. It does need to be, uh, an alpha male. Is yeah. that what you're going to say? Well, I was going to say it needs to be a kind of a, a vaguely unique name. Oh, 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 that too. You know. Okay, so maybe John, what's Dan's last name? Could that happen? He Which is the cop slash SWAT team. hundred Lost happen. 100 pounds. I don't know if he has the personality for it, though. Right, he doesn't seem like a dick, so I don't think so. Uh, right. Well, and, it's, and you don't need to be a dick. Like, Penner is not necessarily a dick. You just need to have a very specific forceful type of I only feel like Penner got it because his name's John same I with get, Cochran you know what admittedly for the fir for Penner's first season he only ever no. called him Jonathan yeah. when he brought him back it had switched to Penner yeah probably because they became friends probably yeah um, and then Cochran asked he did not yeah shut up yeah and then eventually, uh, when he started like winning That's stuff, great. He's, he's like, he said, I, I told you that I would, I would <laughs> I'm a it. last namer. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I do think you need to be forceful, but it really depends on your last name too. He's never going to call Reed Kelly. Right. There was already a Kelly. That's well, there's been like a billion Kellys well, um, on his season, but, and that's the thing is, uh, speaking of like the one syllable thing. If Russell's last name weren't Hans, which is a weird, it's like, hey, Hans, come here. Like, it just doesn't yeah. feel right. Yeah. You know? And so, but yeah. Uh, so, I'm sorry, you said Dan is the SWAT guy? Dan's the SWAT guy. What's his last name? Oh, Do I don't know? know. I'll look at him. Because it, if it's, if it's catchy. Him, I don't. 
I feel like people could emerge. Jeremy on the Goliath team was the attorney. I think he could be a fun character. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Dan's last name is Rengering? Nope. No way. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Veto. I mean, I think by nature, no one on the David tribe would get it. Uh, I mean, honestly, the one that could have is gone now. Exactly. His last name is Cusack. You know, Cusack, what do you think? Totally. That could have worked. He could have gotten it. But, but yeah, so, um, but as far as first impressions, mm -hmm. I don't think there was anybody, there's that woman, Natalie. Natalie's going to go early. She's, I feel like she's gone next episode, right? She just has no social skills. Yeah. The thing that might save her is if the Goliaths keep winning, which they could. Yeah, that could happen, but it will only save her until there's a merge and then it'll only save her until those people all figure out that she is condescending and rude or I it'll mean, save her till the merge and then no one will see her as a threat i'm not saying she wins or anything no, like no, that no she's either a goat or she's out right she's never gonna win yeah no the question is just but that is what i would say about sandra yeah but that's but there was something that Sandra was able to do she was in socially, all of her seasons. She yeah. could she could recruit you by insulting someone else. Yeah. And say like, hey, we're First don't of all, she was a hard this? worker. She was a hard worker. She was terrible in challenges, Natalie but she was sat a hard worker. Did nothing, but she was a yeah. hard Sandra was a hard worker. And yeah. she did socially very, very well. And I hate to say it, Natalie's older. Is she older than Sandra? Oh, very much so, yeah. Sandra That's is, the thing. If you're older, you're already at a huge disadvantage. You have to be Dawn, you know? You have to be, like... Yeah. A delight, basically, to be around. Like, if you're... That's the thing. If you're an older woman, yeah. target's already on your back. Yeah. But if you work super hard around camp and you're nice to people... You gotta be funny. It, it'll get to the point where they say, hey, 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 you're working too hard. Take, take it easy, you know? So that they look out for you. Okay. Talking about men who get last name nicknames, mm -hmm. let's talk about women who don't ever get the opportunity to go find the idol because they all that was, do the around camp things. That never occurred to me. Yeah. It's just kind of, you fall into very specific types of roles. Yeah. And. But why can't they say, we're tending to the fire. Let's go get firewood. Do dudes just do it before they even have an opportunity to run out? Or it could just be a sign that, like, we're we would rather have a lot of firewood in fewer trips. So let's send the mm -hmm. big strong guys to go do that. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, and if you sense. don't have fire, you can't boil waters. If they can go get water, that's an option. But in Th these that first, is rarely though, where the idol is it is rarely on the path or at the water. No, it's hole. you go off, and while you're off, you go. You know. People notice, though. Right. I do wonder exactly how long um, you can be gone before right, people I really want to know how long Mike was gone before they noticed. Yeah. Because they all did. And he didn't think they would. No, because he got wrapped up in fandom. Oh, yeah, you betcha. <laughs> you didn't sound that. You didn't sound like that. <laughs> when you play me back, I can't handle it. Um. So, yeah, it's, I do feel like if you're gone longer than 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Here's the thing. They also don't know time or how long things are. That's true. Reed gave very insightful insights. Oh no, you got to cut that shit. <laughs> no, I think it's cute. Okay. It's not just an insight. It's an insightful insight. Yeah, because by inside, mm. I just mean like the inner workings mm. that they don't obviously they don't have watches. Right. So they would time out when to boil the water, when to make the food. They would know when the sun was going to set, when it would rise. Right. That's the only thing to do out there for days. Yeah, that definitely speaks to there's there is a, a difference between watching the show and living the show and people talking about just the boredom of there's scheming obviously and you can spend time on that but 
there are, there are 24 hours in a day. That's a long time mm -hmm. when you don't know what time it is. And when you are up, when the sun comes up. Yeah. I used to wonder like, why do they get up to watch the sunrise all the time? No, they're just up. Yeah. Their clock just shifts. Yeah. Um, along those lines, I will say, and we were mentioning this, that it feels like this was the most it's rained in a long time. I don't remember in the this first few days in the first few days. Yeah. Reed I, mentioned that too on his Insta stories. Mm, what do you say? These guys are getting pummeled. Yeah. And clearly, I mean, if the weather is so bad that it is causing these giant waves yeah. that to be out on a boat means you get jostled around so much you get hurt, like the, the weather must be really terrible. Right. You can definitely see a shift when people are angry that Pat is, is being bossy while building the shelter. And they're like, you know what? Uh, shelter's built and uh, that's all we care about right now. Um, right. We thought Pat was going to be a Natalie that he was going to ostracize himself. Right. Put a target on his back. Yeah. And be out. There was a moment, I'm sorry to use the term, but there was a moment when they have a, a little montage yeah, of him of his saying stuff. And at one point he refers to somebody, he says, yeah, he goes, you dirty bitch. But he says Do we it, even know if we said it to a woman? No, we don't. But is the that, term is something that people just don't like in general. I guess so. And then I think... And then you pointed out when we were when we saw a similar montage of Natalie, right. her saying like "hello," stuff like that, and like one it was said with it's an inappropriate term with tremendous affection, and the other is like he was endearing, yeah. he was joyful, he was joking around, and sweat was pouring off of him. He was in the trenches with everyone, oh, yeah. making that shelter, and I think that's what, confusingly enough, Natalia the industrial engineer was doing when mm -hmm. Natalie shushed her and said, you're just talking too much. I don't think I saw that she said that. Oh my gosh. She stopped her and she was like, can you slow down? You need to stop talking. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's true. Which is weird. Like why would she? Oh, because she has to be in charge. She's a CEO. I'm CEO, bitch. Did you like just watch that movie this morning? <laughs> it's quotable. It's watchable. It There's is. Sorkinisms. Yeah. Best adapted screenplay. Um, yeah. It just, it goes. To, uh, we. I think he wrote this amazing fine line. Pat did. Of, yes. Of, you know, when he did get medevaced at the end, I don't remember which girl, maybe Gabby said, he was our leader. I think it was beginning. Gabby. No one says he was our leader in an, endear an endearing way. Yeah. People say that that's a target on yeah. your back. And it might have been one. If he'd stuck around, I don't think he would have been the first voted out. They no. were looking at Nick for that. Yeah. Because um, he wasn't doing a lot of work around, around camp. Right. But Which doesn't fit, I think, with what I thought of him originally. Like, you worked your butt off. You went to college. You became a lawyer. I think he's, it sounds like he's very interested in playing the game. And if I think in his mind, if I'm busy building the shelter, I'm not watching and I want to well, watch. He said, people. I didn't want to waste my energy building the shelter. I wanted to save my energy for the, for the, for the challenges. Sure. sure. So that means you don't really understand the game. I've heard people say that though, that like, if you are, that you, when you're not eating, you only have so much energy. And when you use it, you don't get it back until unless you eat. I've heard people say that once the shelter is built and the firewood is gathered and the fire is made and the food is gathered, that why are people out, you know, doing yoga sure. or why are they sunning themselves? Yeah. We should be in the shade hydrating and, yeah. and conserving our energy for this win because we really need this immunity win. Sure. But day one, you work your butt off. Yeah. Like That's you work. Dumb. Especially because you have just showed up. Yeah. You still have, you probably still have food in your stomach. Uh, oh, absolutely. You have the highest energy you're going to have out there. Yeah. And you should do whatever it takes not to stand out and not to stand out in a negative way. That's the Day thing. Day one is, is crucial. I look at Nick and Natalie. Yeah. And I just say, you are 
a fan of the show. You're, you're not 57 and a CEO and someone recruits you to be on the show. They don't recruit 57 year olds unless they're Keith. But I could be a fan like of ice skating, but I don't know how to ice skate. But you have to, but I guess, you know what? It goes back to, it goes back to something that Cochran said in his final tribal, which is his greatest asset. I'm, I'm paraphrasing is self-awareness in his case, self-consciousness, but just knowing how you come across and yes, you, you can be paranoid yourself, about it. And most yeah. CEOs don't let's be honest. I don't necessarily. There's a great interview that Jeff does with Cochran, Parvati, and Sandra, mm-hmm. and they bring up the same issue. I think Rob is there, too. Sister Nino? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you have to know yourself yeah. really, really well. You can't be... You, you have to be self-aware. Yeah. And, and she is not. And clearly he is not either. Which I think he is, which is weird for a an attorney but he adapted he, he told did the adapt. story yes he was able to see a trend yes of people and like all right and he was self-aware enough to know that he's not an open person and that he has to be and i think he might learn natalie and, i don't right. think can exactly learn. exactly because the the idea of sharing this made him uncomfortable and he did it anyway yeah he yeah. was willing to step outside his comfort zone i don't know why she thinks she can bark orders like these are her employees and continue to win perhaps because she's always been put in a position of winning that way. Yeah. And it's, that's the thing is it's not to imply that she's a bad person or that she's a bad Mm -mm. CEO. Mm -mm. She has done what is necessary and has been very successful based on her bio, which I was looking at. Um, That's fine. But should she run a company based on fear or based on empowerment? It's hard to know. But one thing is for sure in Survivor, you cannot unless unless it's part of a challenge where you're standing above everybody and telling them where to move. When it comes to building stuff, Mm -hmm. you can't bark orders unless you're taking part in it and working hardest. And even then, people still don't respond well. No, no. Exactly. Speaking of standing over people, telling them what to do, could talk about the immunity challenge a little. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, very close. I don't think it was as well conceived as the reward challenge. It bothered me that once the Davids were behind, they also had to untie ropes. Poor Chad was spent. Yeah. So they got further behind. They caught way up. Oh, absolutely. Christian must be a genius. He did the puzzle backwards. He did it from the right column to the left, whereas Allison worked from number one down. And he was only yeah. two, maybe three tiles away from winning. Yeah, it's... I really wonder how much the rain affected that because it felt like people couldn't even hear them talking. We couldn't. Probably, yeah. We were wondering, did their mic short out? And I have, I feel like Christian probably doesn't have the most powerful voice. No. But that's where... It, there is something to be said for like teamwork and to use a corporate term synergy, like everybody working together and the Davids are working together at all. Like being stuck in that shelter during the rain was probably the best thing that could have happened to them because they are organized. They are not yelling at each other during a challenge. Like the Goliaths were like the Goliaths. The only reason they won is because one guy was better at digging than the other. And then there was a, then there was a disadvantage as a function of you're that. right that's so interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and what's interesting is that we distinctly saw how the rain affected how the davids bonded meaning you're stuck all in the shelter together and i think they had already built a superior shelter because of pat's skills yeah. and their inherent teamwork probably yeah. already yeah they remind me of the blue collar tribe that's about that you right. already go in thinking okay you have been You've been put in this, right? If if any of them had been put on the Goliath tribe, they might have exuded different characteristics, which it's, I find really fascinating. It speaks to something that that is both frustrating but interesting about these theme seasons is that you know, if if you were on a on a brains, brawn or beauty, I feel like you could this isn't me just complimenting my wife. I could see oh, them putting Oh, you mean me? Yeah. Oh. I could see them putting you in any of them. 
No, 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 no. You're very, you're That's very, very sweet, but I will never be on the beauty tribe with your big brown eyes and your adorable smile. No, 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 no. And your I will never be on the hair. brown tribe either. It's not about, okay. Why was Ty on the beauty tribe? Who's Ty? The small guy with glasses who was brought on twice. Also a function of splitting people up post casting. This is what I, this is what I'm talking about. Like, if you were cast already and then they decided to have that theme again and they needed to figure out where to put you, they could fit you into any three. We can keep arguing about this later. It's very sweet of you. The point is, um, you would start to behave. Yeah. Accordingly. Like if you were put on the beauty tribe, you would think like, you'd be like, I don't belong here. And there might be a moment where you think, well, hang on, maybe I do. And if you're on the brawn tribe, you'll definitely think I need to step it up and be, be strong. Right. And if you're on the brain tribe, there'll probably be an element of like, all right. I have to think my way through this. Yeah. I wonder if that is what screwed Spencer his first season. Because he was on the brain tribe? Yeah. And he's way overthought his season. Uh, his there are many interviews of him saying like I was playing just in just the cerebral place. At the same time. his feeling his way through and connecting with others. That's well, that's definitely true. But honestly, his tribe just kept losing so much. And he had so many oh, yeah, crazy no, 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 people he was so on screwed. his tribe. Um, there was only it doesn't matter how much you feel like if you're if you have to vote someone out. I love how you say these these themed seasons as if there aren't any. I mean, like, what was the last time when just two it, groups yeah. of 10 got together and competed? Yeah, I mean, it's been a very long time. Like when you. It's been the minority of the 37 seasons, but it's been the vast majority of the last 20. Yeah. Um, it w- wouldn't it be fascinating if they just brought, if they just had Survivor. Snooze. And then someone says, Survivor what? Like, no, that's it. Just. Because I, I'm sure they did a lot of research, right? Like their fan base. Yeah. There's people who need more than just Survivor at this point. Yeah, for the reason that they can never go back to a time without the hidden immunity idol. Like it's just once, once you have evolved How the game into this other thing. How fun would that be? Just to watch all these people search a whole island and they don't get anything. <laughs> you do you like on day fifteen? Jeff says, "Just a heads up. Sorry, should have said this. <laughs> no hidden immunity. No, idols in why this did game. you tell them anything? Also, because of because of the look on their face. Because for the first two weeks, that means that they've just been looking all over the place and targeting people for looking. And uh, that's what's so great. You should do it to the end. This is so interesting. Dan is searching for it with two women, and mm-hmm. then he happens to find it. What do you think about his decision to share it with them? The fact that one of them was like is like his already his island crush. Oh my gosh! I feel like it certainly solidifies that. And he literally named he his dog a, after her. I don't know if that's quite the order. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, I mean that's an immediate three-person alliance. Yeah. Kara, Dan, who's the third girl? I don't remember. Mm. I hate to say it. Um, Angelina or Natalia? I don't remember. Okay. But I think Angelina. But that's and the that's Yale Stanford financial consultant chick. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I because I was so focused on his relationship mm-hmm. with. Kara, right? Oh, yeah. Is how they say it. Um, I don't know. But because I was focused on that, I, I realized there was a third person. I didn't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I think that's a very strong alliance. It's three people that are in pretty solid. They all have information. They're all pretty physically and strong. Socially doing well. And they're socially doing well. And they have a, an immunity idol. I think they're going to do okay. It looked fake. It literally looked like he ripped off a piece of his buff. Right, because that's like this purple dangly random thing in there. And from an editing standpoint, yes. when they they rev- he he pulls it out of his pants, which is not a thing I enjoy saying. Um, and then he's like, "Cause I got this thing," and you really think he's gonna say, "Yeah, I, I made this." That was my assumption is that yeah. he did that, and then they cut back to him actually finding it, and you just think, "Oh, all right, I guess he has it." this is an interesting way of revealing that he has an idol. They Usually frequently they like to do it that in that order. Not that I, not that I recall. I recall like we I see somebody looking for, he, we didn't actually see him looking for it. I think that's what threw me. We saw everybody else looking for it. Yes. Um, I love that they all target Mike and then they just all do it. 
Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Thank goodness. Because I really didn't want him going home first. He reminds me of, uh, um, you know, Jimmy... Wait. Jimmy Johnson. Sure. Yeah. Who admittedly was also an older guy. And mm, so they could... He kept up, though. Yeah. And I think they saw that... And a super fan. That he was a natural leader. And mm-hmm. so Marty was like, okay, we can't have that. We either need to vote him out now or he's going to make it to the rest of the game because people love him so much. And yet Mike is not... A natural leader. No, he Mm -mm, isn't. mm -mm. If anything, he's so not a Goliath. I could see them between his being a star that they all recognize him being what he is. Yeah. And then looking for the idol. I feel like he's, it's a good thing Natalie came along because I feel like he'd be the first one out. I know. I really want them to switch it up and I want him to end up with Christian and Gabby. It's not exactly a power alliance. Yeah, it is. I, I guess it could be. Mike oh, talking with danger. Christian seems exhausting. Oh, no, 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 that'd be hilarious. Christian talking with anyone is hilarious. I guess that's true. I want Christian and John to be hanging out together and just see how that works. <laughs> that, that would, would not be, go well. Or it could go amazing. No, I don't think. I never would have thought that Steven and JT would work out, but sometimes... Survivor makes odd bedfellows. Good point. Good point. Um, so, or, uh, you know, Richard and Rudy uh, in the in season one. Like, you yeah, that was pre- Right. Survivor, you know. Right. Although one could make the argument that, that's, that we are now post-Survivor. Are we? In the sense that the first several seasons were so highly rated there. It was like number one every week. And now people are surprised it's still on. People who don't know what's going on are surprised it's still on. It still has incredibly high ratings. People who don't know what's going on in what sense? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what do you mean by that? (laughs) I don't know. It's like, yeah. Oh, only people that are in the know. We are in the know. We're in the know about Survivor. Yeah. All right. Get with it. So it's still on. Survi- Nobody yeah. is like Wheel of Fortune. That's still on. And that's the thing is, I think Survivor. We now need to look at it that way. Yes. Um, and like Jeopardy a and Jeff yeah. and Alec. There was a time Alex, when you and I a Pat. They're all the same. Yeah, pretty much. There was a time when you and I would watch uh, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy yeah. every night at 7 That's o'clock. That's when we moved here and didn't know anyone and didn't have jobs. Uh, I had a job. I would come home from Blockbuster. I did not. That's true. I would watch it by myself and the cat. And then, <laughs> but then we would you watch, were at work. We would watch those, and then on Tuesdays we would watch Super Nanny. Oh, and, Super Nanny. And Fat March, which was only on one season. What? This is a depressing road to go down. Oh, I'm sorry. Moving to LA is rough, y'all. It really is. But now we're here and we're, you know, nailing it. Oh, yeah. That's now what we I have think. amazing friends. So exactly. we don't have time to watch Jeopardy. I know, but I miss it. Um, I was driving around our old neighborhood and I started getting nostalgic. Anyway, uh, okay, so. Should we just so now, wrap it up with talking about Pat? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very bummed for him. He clearly, like, at the same time that he was saying, I'm scared, he was also saying, I don't want to go. I don't want to yeah. go out like this. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's that's how you know they're a true fan when they know that like it's it's or episode one. Just a competitive spirit. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants. Yeah. <sighs> that's terrible. But like if I'll say this, if you're a big personality and I'm sure he knows that he mm-hmm. was, if you're a big personality and you get medevaced. Halfway through, mm-hmm. you you might come back. If you get medevaced day one, you're going to be forgotten about. Here's the thing: we keep giving, we just lopping up softballs to the survivor producers. Like, hello, bring back all the medevacs, bring back the first offs. Well, they, Pat fits in both. Boom. That's, that's true. Uh, they did bring back. There was one season where they brought back three medevacs. No, 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 no. But like the an entire season, season. Of, of medevacs. Yes. Wouldn't it be funny if it just turns out these people are accident prone and they just keep. <laughs> they all like, get they medevacs. All get like, yeah, one after another. I think first offs would be great. I think so, too, because there were some genuinely interesting first offs. 
Um, I do. This is why they can't do it. Okay. It would be predominantly older women who are now too old to do it. But, uh, but well, you're, you're not going to put 36 people into one season. And so they, no, can, you got to put 20. I guarantee you 17 of them will be middle-aged women. Right. So who are now 37 minus 17, you got 20 <laughs> problem solved. Also. And honestly, like, I don't think they would go from a lot of, a lot of early boots and, for the last probably 10 to 15 years, the first boot is not always an older woman or even an older man. Do you mean 10 to 15 seasons? Yeah. You know, they do two a season. It's really not as long as it sounds. Yeah, that's true. So, okay. Maybe I'll still say the last 10 years though. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's been mixed up. Yeah. It's, but all those people would hate each other. It'd be a bunch of socially inept, unathletic people. Not necessarily. Sometimes they vote out. I say you do the research super... and bring it back next episode. Like I remember there was one guy, I think his name was Shannon. I think he was the first out. He was super athletic. That's true. But alpha male. Yeah. I mean, Francesca's rad. Right. And hey, well, that's the thing. The problem is of the 37, two of them are her. <laughs> so that already throws off the stats. Man, that poor girl. I almost feel like even if it was a, a season of first offs and they brought her back, they'd be they like, would Hey, do it. look, everybody, they would do we've, it. we only have one option. Here. I would. So, um, even though I've met her and she's delightful. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I feel bad for Pat on a number of Absolutely. levels. I am also bummed because we only, we haven't seen any real gameplay yet. We've seen hints of it. We've seen setups. Of sure, both teams had come up with it's going to be this person or this person. Right. But the gameplay starts when they when okay now we I'm know okay we have to it. vote somebody off. You're okay with what? No gameplay right now. Mm. I think one of the advantages. I mean, I feel again, I feel bad, but one of the advantages for the David tribe is that between the rain and losing the immunity challenge and coming so close and then losing Pat the way they did. Yeah. I mean, they are tight yeah. now, which would actually make it kind of a, a bummer if I think they, did, they, if they very... did a, a change up soon. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say they were maybe possibly very demoralized because of I think the rain are. and the loss and then Pat. I think they probably are, but, but that brings you closer together. Yeah. I think they're going sure. to be building each other up and not like upset and feeling bad for yeah. each other. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, there are enough people, which is so interesting that it just depends on the group you're with, you know, like Aubrey cried two to three days in and lost her ish. Yeah. And it was looked at uh, other tribe members said at the time, Oh, she's really weak. We shouldn't, keep her around, but it brought this tribe together. Well, and that's why in talking about Ben's season and Chrissy is that she was an older woman who I believe day one threw up after a challenge. Like yeah. she was just, and everyone thought, Oh, we got to get rid of her. Yeah. And then, and then she came back from that yeah. and was a, was in the top three. And so, so yeah, it's, it depends on who you're with. And I think this is a group of very encouraging people. When the person that is least liked is the guy who just opened up about his mother and is, is also extremely charming. Do like we haven't seen him scramble. And I think when he does, I think he'll be able to make some things happen. Maybe. I think the mom story felt calculated at that point. It could. Yes. Except those tears were very real. No, they were. Absolutely. You know. It's so interesting because, again, Reed mentioned this. If you want his insights, he's heavy duty on his Insta stories. So mm -hmm. follow at the Reed Kelly on Instagram. But he, when he was on our show, made mention of how each season may have a theme, but it also has this inadvertent feeling to it you know his season was the season of giving up your reward for other people yeah and bargaining and bargaining kind of yeah. right and he was good at pointing out a couple other seasons and what what the cast brings to it yeah and i wonder 
just if the vulnerability on the David tribe will play into what the season brings. Yeah. I mean, it depends on, it depends on what, uh, which tribe start is winning. Yeah. If it goes back and forth, then who knows if the Goliaths just start destroying the Davids, then it's going to be a season of ego and it depends on how quickly they start mixing up the tribes too. If, true. if just Goliaths are winning. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But if the Davids start really winning and Goliaths are going, then this could wind up being like a really strong season of positivity. Um, and I feel like the, the tone of the season starts, the it tone. Starts, exactly. Yeah. I feel like it starts to really develop after the merge, but every once in a while, no. like, like Reed's season, like the bargaining and the, and the sacrifice yeah. started on a, on a tribal level. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see how this one shapes up. I, there are some seasons that when they start, I think there may be two people I like. Sure. And a lot of people I don't. There really are, aside from Natalie, who actually I'm sure could be a very interesting character if she could just realize how she comes across, but maybe she's not able to. But aside what, from her, I think I, I, I'm okay with most of these people. What makes them interesting to you? Because to me, confessionals are huge. Confession- and she seems like she would be boring. Yeah, but she could, but yeah, she could be really. <laughs> you just did a body movement. But what yeah, does that mean? I'm, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of the word, a, a very specific kind of sarcastic. Zingers. Yeah, she could have zingers. She could be that kind, you know, Suri, not to say that, oh, well, that's another uh, older black woman. I'm not saying, I'm not putting it in that way, but, um, but Natalie does have a very specific, uh, vibe to her as a person. And I feel like she could be that, but I don't think she's going to be speaking of just minorities on the show. I really loved watching Carl and David bond. They are on the David tribe yeah, and they're two black men. And typically we've seen black men like go at each other and just rub each other the wrong way mm. from the beginning. And I'm not saying that's because they're black. Um, we've seen black women specifically, um, pair up yeah, and form alliances because they're into a minority winning. It doesn't always work. Can't even remember who those women were. And similarly, Michaela. Well, Michaela didn't really match up with a lot of people in general. Um, no, but who was it? Sari that took her like probably, under her yes, wings. Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. I do think that up. I do. You know, when we talk about, it's like, oh, these two black men or, you know, two gay people or two Christians, like people look for whatever commonality Absolutely. they have with other people. And, but then they realize but quickly you know it needs to be deeper than that. And I think they found something and I, and I enjoy both of them and I enjoyed that interaction. Yeah. Do you think it has to be in minority quality? Cause we've never seen any white people go, you're white. No, I'm but we've white. seen, but we've seen Christians do it. Absolutely. Minority. And, Christians are not a minority in the U.S. They are on the show. Are they? It's hard to know. Um, people that identify as Christian, people that are that were raised Christian, and maybe they're not practicing, but they people who want to pray together on the show, minority. Yes, that's a minority to the point where other people will often say, "Like, Ugh, I don't want any part of that," and they're right. made fun of it and that kind of thing. But um, and not specifically Christians. Yogis have formed bonds. What yogis? Those are people who do yoga. Oh, got it. Okay. And they're spiritual. And then they wind up recruiting a whole bunch of people and then they all do it together. Well, that's way easier to get on board with. Well, and it's, it's, and that's the thing though. Anytime you see people bonding over this thing that has nothing to do with what they look like, but maybe what they believe or how they behave, Mm -hmm. it's like, I can do that. I can do that if it means I'm in. Um, So yeah, it's. And I do think it gets back to this idea of the, the theme of the season. I think the, the Davids, even we had the, the, the younger, uh, Puerto Rican lesbian woman who, you Marissa? know, yeah, who she has what purple hair or blue hair or something yeah, like that. Purple hair. Don't care. Did she say that? No, I did. Hashtag. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't have a Twitter handle anymore. Um, ah, <sighs> bummer. So, uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. What was her name again? Purple hair. Don't care. Yes. Her actual name. Larissa. What was it? Larissa. Larissa. I don't really know how you say it. We should ask Hamsey. Okay. 
Our but, Guatemalan friend will know. Yes. So, uh, but she bonded with that, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, kitchen Elizabeth staff Olsen, in a cowboy by the way, hat. is her name. Bummer. Which is unfortunate. But uh, she's, you know, this Kentucky gal and the two of them even acknowledge like, well, we feel like we would have nothing in common, but they're both Davids. They both are seen by the game and certainly by the other tribe yeah. as underestimated. Yeah. And that can be enough to really, really bring That's people together. Bond. Yeah. They make sense to me. I think they do too. And I kind of, and I like both of them and I enjoy watching them together. But we don't know how, if Elizabeth seems like a Southern Christian, right? And that yeah. might rub a li liberal lesbian the wrong way or vice versa. She might not be liberal. You don't know. I know, but you never know. <laughs> um, at the same time, it's, I'll go back to Rudy and, and Rich. If Rudy can be okay with it, then, uh, then anybody can. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for this season. I guess it's too early to tell, but I guess there are ways that it could start to go bad. Um, like if egos really start to flare mm. on Goliath and they are winning and we just start hanging out with them a lot, that will be a bummer. Like if Goliaths are final four, and yeah. they're particularly rough Goliaths. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's the Goliath, if it's Dan, wait, Dan is the SWAT guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's if rad. If it's Dan and Kara, like mm -hmm. that's all right. Alex I enjoy the gardener them. seems cool. Mike yeah. White is cool. Yeah. So that's the thing. Even on the Jeremy, even on the, the black attorney, we saw him for a second. I'm just helping you picture people. I appreciate that. It's no yes. different than saying she was wearing a cowboy hat. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Um, and that's true. Like when it comes right down in the early days, like race and uh, profession are kind of what no, you've exactly. got. I'm not going to say. Remember that it's that black guy when it's final four. <laughs> um. I do wish that we'd been doing this for, uh, speaking of, <laughs> we just met 20 people. We have to like yeah. shorthand talk about them right now. Um, but yeah, it's when even, you know, when you talk about David and Goliath, uh, well, Goliath is the villain of that story. And so, and the way Jeff even framed it, like, oh, these people have privilege and they don't even realize it. Uh, it's clear that we're supposed to see it as sort of an underdog story and all that kind of thing. But when even the quote unquote villains of the, of the season are really like, are really likable and many of them are, it's still, it's going to make for a good season. Natalie's not. Natalie is not. Some I people could some emerge as villains. They could. And I, and they'll have to, you know, I think Allison could be a villain. The doctor, the doctor's doctor. Oh yeah. She could be. She strikes me as the type that could be. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's, I don't see anybody that's super cunning right now, but a lot of people could be, and I'm excited to see. But anyway, um, so we need to go ahead and uh, wrap up. Um, so you can find us at battleshippretension.com. Uh, past seasons of this show are still available on iTunes and at battleshippretension.com. Or wherever you listen to your podcast. I think that's true. That's what people are saying now. Oh, is it? Okay. Yep. All right. Yes. Anywhere. That's the official line. Okay. So wherever you listen to a podcast at home, <laughs> on a boat, going over very difficult waves, you know, hold on to the handles or whatever, uh, you can listen to worth playing for. So thank you everybody so much for listening. It's great to be back. As for the rest of you, got nothing for you. Grab your stuff, head back to camp. Good night. Bye-bye. This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet.